The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's a Thursday of Our Lady. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Thursday, September 15th, 2022. Thursday of the 24th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle 2. Thursday is a day to pray the luminous mysteries of the Rosary. And today is the Memorial of Our Lady of Sorrows. The principal biblical references to Mary's sorrows are in the second chapter of Luke and the 19th chapter of John. The passage from Luke is Simeon's prediction about a sword piercing Mary's soul. The passage from John relates Jesus' words from the cross to Mary and to the beloved disciple. Now, many early church writers interpret the sword as Mary's sorrows, especially as she saw Jesus die on the cross. Thus, the two passages are brought together as prediction and fulfillment. Our Lady of Sorrows, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. O oh, Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart. In union with the holy sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world, in reparation for my sins, for the intentions of all my relatives and friends, and in particular for the intentions of the Holy Father, that the death penalty which attacks the dignity of the human person may be legally abolished in every country. Amen. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the Gospel of the Day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. Wonderfully, today, we have the Feast of Our Lady of Sorrows. A little mysterious, too, because we like to think of Mary, you, our mother, as joyful. Joyful always. But if we know the true situation of every mother, it has joys and sorrows. Today's Gospel brings this out from Luke. Jesus' father and mother were amazed at what was said about him, and Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and the rise of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be contradicted, and your own soul a sword shall pierce, so that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. This pierced heart of yours, Mary, what are we to think? Tradition has, through the years, come up with actually seven sorrows, and the paintings of you, Mary, as Mother of Sorrows, Our Lady of Sorrows, has these seven. The sorrow of the prophecy of Simeon in today's Gospel, the sorrow of the flight into Egypt, leaving 
family, friends, the loss that is a sorrow of Jesus for three days in the temple found, the sorrow of the carrying of the cross, you saw your son suffering so, the crucifixion of Jesus, your son, Mary, what an exquisite sorrow that was. When you had in the sixth sorrow your son, Mary, taken down from the cross and placed in your arms, and finally saying goodbye to sight of that body, they laid in the tomb a great and final sorrow. These are pains. These are sorrows. And what is it? What is it really that hurts? Love hurts. A song that seems to catch a lot of this done years ago runs as follows in its lyrics. Love hurts. Love scars. Love wounds and mars. Any heart not toughen nor strong enough to take a lot of pain, take a lot of pain. Love is like a cloud, holds a lot of rain. Love hurts. Oof, love hurts. Mary, you were brought intimately into the cost of the redemption of mankind, each and every one of your children. And this is the love that hurts, a love that pains. Mother Teresa of Calcutta says, And as if it was not enough, it was not enough to become a man. He died on the cross to show that greater love. And he died for you and for me and for that leper and for that man dying of hunger and that naked person lying in the street, not only of Calcutta, but of Africa and New York and London and Oslo, and insisted that we love one another as he loves us, as he loves each one of us. And we read that in the Gospel very clearly. Love as I have loved you, as I love you as the Father has loved me. I love you and the heart of the Father loved him, he gave him to us. And how much we love one another, well, we too must give to each other, until it hurts. It is not enough to say, I love God, but I do not love my neighbor. St. John says it, you are a liar if you say you love God and you don't love your neighbor. How can you love God whom you do not see if you do not love your neighbor whom you see, whom you touch, with whom you live? And so this is very important for us to realize that love, to be true, has to hurt it hurt Jesus to love us. It hurt him. And to make sure we remember his great love, he made himself the bread of life to satisfy our hunger for his love. Our hunger for God, because we have been created for that love. We have been created in his image. Jesus, help me to see this great love of yours and this great sorrow of Our Lady when we don't take that love seriously when we don't love until it hurts, we would be tempted to give only out of our abundance, only what's left over, what we have less use for. But Lord, you're asking for our very heart. That exquisite sorrow of the seven sorrows of Our Lady, the crucifixion, we hear of in the preface of the Mass for the Sacred Heart, as it goes, 
Lifted high on the cross, Christ gave his life for us. So much did he love us. From his wounded side flowed blood and water, the fountain of sacramental life in the church. To his open heart, the Savior invites all to draw water in joy from the springs of salvation. Jesus, from your wounded side, from your open heart, how much it hurt to love us, to save us. Help us to realize that and not be shallow in our love. The Jewish rabbi, Levi Itzhak, posits in a story some great wisdom about love. It starts out where there are two drunken friends together in a tavern, espousing for their, their affection for one another. Man, I love you, I love you, you're my best friend. The other says, oh, I love you too. Uh, a little bit tipsy, but they're saying it back and forth. And then one friend turns and says to the other, tell me what hurts me. The other replies, what do you mean? What are you saying? No, tell me what hurts me. And the other can only reply, how do I know what hurts you? The other replies quite amazingly in a sober way, if you don't know what hurts me, how can you say you love me? Jesus, there's a lot of depth you want me to draw out of this simple story. We communicate, don't we? Not only our strength to our friends, but also our wounds and our vulnerability to those that we really want to know and we can trust the ones that we love the most. We dare to do this, and we do it only to them. And so, Jesus, in your sight, I want to contemplate what pains you, what hurts you, what pains your mother, what hurts her. And the answer is the same. Love hurts. And if I don't love you deeply, it hurts you. The impassable God in agony in Christ, the shallowness of my love, that I would say I love you, Jesus, and not be deep with you, tell you what's in my heart, joys, yet importantly, my sorrows, what pains me. And then I can understand what pains you. And what again is this pain that sorrows you and your mother, Jesus? It is that we are weak, that we are shallow in our love. Grant me great depth in love, that I may hurt you so little and give so much joy to you. It is perhaps a start in sorrow of love. This sorrow what of love, what is it? It is part of this filial fear that helps so much, a gift of the Holy Spirit we have, know it to be. And in it, when we work with this gift, it is a claim on our divine filiation. I am a son, a daughter of God. And that claim is of my weakness. In one level, I own my sins because I, as a son, as a daughter, I have failed. I have sinned and I have hurt my God, in Christ especially. And then I am able to claim and know I can please you, Jesus. I can give to God so much joy through you. And then this sorrow, knowing I can do both that joy 
and that sorrow, that that delight and that pain, then I'm awake and I do not fall for presumption. No, I have hope. The child of God lives in hope that I am called to live not only here on this earth in that light of who I am, but forever in a deep relationship. Jesus, help me in this day of Our Lady of Sorrows to understand that love does hurt. Give me the courage to love until it hurts. Give me the courage to undergo that bother, that pain, because you have given me a greater love, a gift of such grace. And may your mother, who knows intimately as we celebrated today, the sorrows of her children and the hurt, also may she rejoice in us as we try to do the will of your Father, Jesus, that we might please him and claim who we are and thus run along our way of our vocation and joy, looking today for all the ways we can have you, Jesus, rejoice and take those gifts of love to the Father. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help for putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 minutes past the hour, and this is Daybreak. It's the Memorial of Our Lady of Sorrows, Thursday, September 15th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin this liturgical day joining with the whole church led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will proclaim your praise. Let us adore Christ, the Savior of the world who called his mother to share in his passion. Let us adore Christ, the Savior of the world, who called his mother to share in his passion. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Let us adore Christ, the Savior of the world, who called his mother to share in his passion. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great king over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Let us adore Christ, the Savior of the world, who called his mother to share in his passion. 
Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker, for He is our God and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. Let us adore Christ, the Savior of the world, who called his mother to share in his passion. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah, they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Let us adore Christ, the Savior of the world, who called his mother to share in his passion. Forty years I endured that generation. I said they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Let us adore Christ, the Savior of the world, who called his mother to share in his passion. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning is now and will be forever. Amen. Let us adore Christ, the Savior of the world, who called his mother to share in his passion. Their own strength could not save them. It was your strength and the light of your face. Their own strength could not save them. It, it was, was your, your strength and, and the light of your, your face. We heard with our own ears, O God. Our fathers have told us the story of the things you did in their days, you, yourself, in days long ago. To plant them, you uprooted the nations. To let them spread, you laid peoples low. No sword of their own won the land. No arm of their own brought them victory. It was your right hand, your arm, and the light of your face, for you loved them. It is you, my King, my God, who granted victories to Jacob. Through you, we beat down our foes. In your name, we trampled our aggressors. For it was not in my bow that I trusted, nor yet was I saved by my sword. It was you who saved us from our foes. It was you who put our foes to shame. All day long our boast was in God, and we praised your name without ceasing. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As, As it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. 
Amen. Their Their own strength could not save them. It was your strength and the light of your face. Turn back to the Lord. He will not hide his face. Turn Turn back back to the Lord. He He will not hide his face. Yet now you have rejected us, disgraced us. You no longer go forth with our armies. You make us retreat from the foe, and our enemies plunder us at will. You make us like sheep for the slaughter, and scatter us among the nations. You sell your own people for nothing, and make no profit by the sale. You make us the taunt of our neighbors, the laughingstock of all who are near. Among the nations, you make us a byword. Among the peoples, a thing of derision. All day long, my disgrace is before me. My face is covered with shame at the voice of the taunter, the scoffer, at the sight of the foe and avenger. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Turn back to the Lord. He will not hide his face. Arise, Lord. Do not abandon us forever. Arise, Lord. Do not abandon us forever. This befell us that we had not forgotten you, that we had not been false to your covenant, though we had not withdrawn our hearts, though our feet had not strayed from your path. Yet you have crushed us in a place of sorrows and covered us with the shadow of death. Had we forgotten the name of our God or stretched out our hands to another God? Would not God have found this out, he who knows the secrets of the heart? It is for you. We face death all day long and are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Awake, O Lord. Why do you sleep? Arise, do not reject us forever. Why do you hide your face and forget our oppression and misery? For we are brought down low to the dust Our body lies prostrate on the earth. Stand up and come to our help. Redeem us because of your love. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, You foretold that we would share in the persecutions that brought you to a violent death. The church formed at the cost of your precious blood has even now conformed to your passion. May it be transformed now and eternally by the power of your resurrection. Arise, Lord, do not abandon us forever. Blessed are those who hear the word of God 
and cherish it in their hearts. From the book of the prophet Ezekiel The word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, you live in the midst of a rebellious house. They have eyes to see, but do not see, and ears to hear, but do not hear, for they are a rebellious house. Now, son of man, during the day while they are looking on, prepare your baggage as though for exile, and again while they are looking on, migrate from where you live to another place. Perhaps they will see that They are a rebellious house. You shall bring out your baggage like an exile in the daytime while they are looking on. In the evening, again while they are looking on, you shall go out like one of those driven into exile. While they look on, dig a hole in the wall and pass through it. While they look on, shoulder the burden and set out in the darkness. Cover your face that you may not see the land, for I have made you a sign for the house of Israel. I did as I was told. During the day, I brought out my baggage as though it were that of an exile, and at evening I dug a hole through the wall and with my hand, and while they looked on, set out in the darkness, shouldering my burden. Then in the morning, the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, did not the house of Israel, that rebellious house, ask what you were doing? Tell them, thus says the Lord God. This oracle concerns Jerusalem and the whole house of Israel within it. I am a sign for you. As I have done, so shall it be done to them. As captives, they shall go into exile. The prince who is among them shall shoulder his burden and set out in darkness, going through a hole that he has dug in the wall and covering his face, lest he be seen by anyone. But I will spread my net over him, and he shall be taken in my snare. I will bring him to Babylon, into the land of the Chaldeans, but he shall not see it, and there he shall die. And his retinue, his aides, and his troops I will scatter in every direction and pursue them with the sword. Then shall they know that I am the Lord when I disperse them among the nations and scatter them over foreign lands. Yet I will leave a few of them to escape the sword, famine, and pestilence, so that they may tell of all their abominations among the nations to which they will come. Thus they shall know that I am the Lord. The Word of the Lord. When I disperse them among the nations and scatter them over many lands, then Then they they shall shall know know 
that that I I am the Lord. If they abandon my law and refuse to obey my ordinances, I will punish their crimes with the rod. Then Then they they shall shall know that that I I am the Lord. From a sermon by St. Bernard, Abbot The martyrdom of the Virgin is set forth both in the prophecy of Simeon and in the actual story of our Lord's Passion. The holy old man said of the infant Jesus, He has been established as a sign which will be contradicted. He went on to say to Mary, And your own heart will be pierced by a sword. Truly, O blessed Mother, a sword has pierced your heart. For only by passing through your heart could the sword enter the flesh of your Son. Indeed, after your Jesus, who belongs to everyone but is especially yours, gave up his life, the cruel spear, which was not withheld from his lifeless body, tore open his side. Clearly it did not touch his soul and could not harm him, but it did pierce your heart, for surely his soul was no longer there but yours could not be torn away. Thus, the violence of sorrow has cut through your heart, and we rightly call you more than martyr, since the effect of compassion in you has gone beyond the endurance of physical suffering. Or were those words, Woman, behold your son, not more than a word to you, truly piercing your heart, cutting through to the division between soul and spirit, What an exchange! John is given to you in place of Jesus, the servant in place of the Lord, the disciple in place of the Master. The son of Zebedee replaces the Son of God. A mere man replaces God himself. How could these words not pierce your most loving heart when the mere remembrance of them breaks ours, hearts of iron and stone though they are? Do not be surprised, brothers that Mary is said to be a martyr in spirit. Let him be surprised who does not remember the words of Paul, that one of the greatest crimes of the Gentiles was that they were without love. That was far from the heart of Mary. Let it be far from her servants. Perhaps someone will say, had she not known before that he would not die? Undoubtedly. Did she not expect him to rise again at once? Surely. And still she grieved over her crucified son? Intensely. Who are you, and what is the source of your wisdom, that you are more surprised at the compassion of Mary than at the passion of Mary's son? For if he could die in body, could she not die with him in spirit? He died in body through a love greater than anyone had known. She died in spirit through a love unlike any other since his. When they came to the place called Calvary, they crucified Jesus there. His His mother mother stood beside beside the cross. cross. The sword of sorrow pierced her blameless heart. His His mother mother stood beside beside the cross. Let us pray. O God, who willed that when your son was lifted high on the cross, his mother should stand close by and share his suffering, grant that your church participating with the Virgin Mary in the Passion of Christ, may merit a share in his resurrection, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. 
22 minutes before the hour. We'll take a look at today's gospel in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on the Memorial of Our Lady of Sorrows, September 15th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord gives his mother to the beloved disciple and to us. From the 19th chapter of the Gospel of John. But standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother, and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing near, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold, your mother. (laughs) And from that hour, the disciple took her to his own home. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Make no mistake about it, the Blessed Virgin had a pretty good idea in advance of the sorrows which she would endure. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 7, Special Feasts. The Lord wanted to show us through Mary and Joseph the creatures he most loved, the close relationship happiness and redemptive efficacy have with the cross. Even though Our Lady's entire life leads up to Calvary at her son's side, there is a special moment when her participation in the sufferings of Jesus the Messiah is revealed with particular clarity. We remember how Mary comes with Joseph to the temple to offer sacrifice for a legal impurity that did not oblige her and to entrust her son to the Most High. In the immolation of her son, Mary glimpses the grandeur of his final redemptive act. God also wants to reveal to her the depth of his sacrifice to come and her own particular role in it. Moved by the Holy Spirit, the just man Simeon tells Mary, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rise of many in Israel and for a sign that shall be contradicted. And your own soul, a sword, shall pierce, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. These prophetic words to Mary clearly announce that her life will be intimately associated with the redemptive work of her son. John Paul II comments, Simeon's words seem like a second annunciation to Mary, for they tell her of the historical circumstances in which her son is to accomplish his mission, namely in misunderstanding and sorrow. They also reveal that she will have to live her obedience of faith in suffering at the Savior's side and that her motherhood will be mysterious and sorrowful. Even though the Blessed Virgin had perhaps already moved into a modest home in Bethlehem with the child Jesus and Joseph, the Lord does not spare his own mother the confusion of her precipitous flight into Egypt. She was probably happy in her life centered upon Jesus 
when called upon to gather the family's modest belongings and undertake the hasty journey. Neither does God spare her exile in a strange land where she would have to begin family life anew. Once established in Nazareth again, Mary is suddenly disconcerted over the disappearance of the 12-year-old Jesus who has been missing in Jerusalem for several days. We see again here how God permits the Blessed Mother to undergo such unsettling trials. During the Lord's public ministry, Mary hears false rumors and calumnies regarding her son. She is surely aware of the various plots of the Jews against Jesus. Closer to the consummation of his redemptive mission, reports arrive one by one concerning the events taking place during the night of the Passion. She hears the shouts calling for his death the next morning and experiences his abandonment by the disciples in union with him. Our Lady meets her son on the slope leading up to Calvary. Who can comprehend the agony engulfing the Blessed Virgin's heart at this juncture? She stands there and sees how they nail him to the cross. Horrible insults and the prolonged torment of the crucifixion follow. Oh, how sad and sore distressed was that mother highly blessed of the soul-begotten one. Christ above in torments hangs. She beneath beholds the pangs of her dying glorious Son. As we consider the active role our own sins play in the sorrow of our mother, we ask her today to help us share in her suffering through profound contrition for all sin. With her help, may we be more generous in making reparation for our own offenses against God and the ones committed in the world every day. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. 14 before the hour, let's pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. My soul clings to you, Lord Jesus Christ. My soul clings to you, Lord Jesus Christ. O God, you are my God, for you I long. For you my soul is thirsting. My body pines for you like a dry, weary land without water. So I gaze on you in the sanctuary to see your strength and your glory. For your love is better than life. My lips will speak your praise. So I will bless you all my life. In your name I will lift up my hand. My soul shall be filled as with a banquet. My mouth shall praise you with joy. On my bed I remember you. On you I muse through the night. For you have been my help. In the shadow of your wings I rejoice. My soul clings to you. Your right hand holds me fast. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. My My soul soul clings to you, Lord Lord Jesus Jesus Christ. Christ. Let us rejoice that we have been made shares in Christ's passion. Let us rejoice that we have been made sharers in Christ's passion. 
Bless the Lord, all you works of the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Angels of the Lord, bless the Lord. You heavens, bless the Lord. All you waters above the heavens, bless the Lord. All you hosts of the Lord, bless the Lord. Sun and moon, bless the Lord. Stars of heaven, bless the Lord. Every shower and dew, bless the Lord. All you winds, bless the Lord. Fire and heat, bless the Lord. Cold and chill, bless the Lord. Dew and rain, bless the Lord. Frost and chill, bless the Lord. Ice and snow, bless the Lord. Nights and days, bless the Lord. Light and darkness, bless the Lord. Lightnings and clouds, bless the Lord. Let the earth bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Mountains and hills, bless the Lord. Everything growing from the earth, bless the Lord. You springs, bless the Lord. Seas and rivers, bless the Lord. You dolphins and all water creatures, bless the Lord. All you birds of the air, bless the Lord. All you beasts, wild and tame, bless the Lord. You sons of men, bless the Lord. O Israel, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Priests of the Lord, bless the Lord. Servants of the Lord, bless the Lord. Spirits and souls of the just, bless the Lord. Holy men of humble heart, bless the Lord. Hananiah, Azariah, Mishael, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Let us bless the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Let us praise and exalt him above all forever. Blessed are you, Lord, in the firmament of heaven. Praiseworthy and glorious and exalted above all forever. Let, Let us, us rejoice, rejoice that, that we, we have, have been made sharers in Christ's passion. It has pleased the Father to reconcile all creation in himself through the blood of Christ. It has pleased the Father to reconcile all creation in himself through the blood of Christ. Sing a new song to the Lord, his praise in the assembly of the faithful. Let Israel rejoice in its maker. Let Zion's sons exult in their king. Let them praise his name with dancing and make music with timbrel and harp. For the Lord takes delight in his people. He crowns the poor with salvation. Let the faithful rejoice in their glory. Shout for joy and take their rest. Let the praise of God be on their lips and a two-edged sword in their hand. To deal out vengeance to the nations and punishment on all the peoples. To bind their kings in chains and their nobles in fetters of iron. To carry out the sentence preordained. This honor falls for all his faithful. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, 
as it, as it was, was in, the in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. It has pleased the Father to reconcile all creation in himself through the, through the blood, blood of Christ. From the letter to the Colossians. Even now I find my joy in the suffering I endure for you. In my own flesh I will fill up what is lacking in the sufferings of Christ for the sake of his body, the church. I became a minister of this church through the commission God gave me to preach among you his word in its fullness. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Through you we drink from the wellsprings of salvation, O blessed Virgin Mary. Through you we drink from the wellsprings of salvation, O blessed Virgin Mary. From the sacred wounds of Christ, O blessed Virgin Mary. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Through you we drink from the wellsprings of salvation, O blessed Virgin Mary. Rejoice, O sorrowful mother. After your great sufferings, you shine forth as queen, enthroned beside your son. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and it will be forever. Amen. Rejoice, O sorrowful mother. After your great sufferings, you shine forth as queen, enthroned beside your son. Let us glorify our Savior, who chose the Virgin Mary for his mother. Let us ask him. May May your mother mother intercede intercede for us, Lord. Son of Justice, the Immaculate Virgin was the white dawn announcing your rising. 
Grant that we may always live in the light of your coming. May May your mother intercede for us, Lord. Eternal Word, you chose Mary as the uncorrupted ark of your dwelling place. Free us from the corruption of sin. May May your mother intercede for us, Lord. Savior of mankind, your mother stood at the foot of your cross. Grant through her intercession that we may rejoice to share in your passion. May your your mother intercede for us, Lord. With ultimate generosity and love, you gave Mary as a mother to your beloved disciple. Help us to live as worthy sons of so noble a mother. May your mother intercede for us, Lord. Incarnate Lord, help us like Mary to ponder the ways in our own lives that we can make you a dwelling place in our hearts. We pray to the Lord. May your mother intercede for us, Lord. Let us make our prayers and praise complete by offering the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who willed that when your Son was lifted high on the cross, his mother should stand close by and share his suffering, grant that your Church, participating with the Virgin Mary in the Passion of Christ, may merit a share in his resurrection, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. It's another day for Mary. Morning air is coming up next. Patrick Madrid a bit later on. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the Relevant Radio app. Go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.